0: The Flicks Book Club The Flicks
1: Book Club Yeah, I'm not doing this Hey, welcome to The Flicks Book Club I'm Steve McDonald Casey Aurora Hey, it's Dennis Rooney Uh, The movie that we watched this week Check us out on Facebook, Twitter all of those wonderful places. We're going to nail that one day. Yeah. Uh, one day we're going to nail that. FlixBookClub.com. Right I do not care. I don't, I don't know how it's not hard com. to nail th- you just guys the are, website.
2: They're smart. The listeners are smart. They right. can figure out where to find us.
1: Sure. This is my opinion is is that, uh, is that we don't need to tell them the name of the website because that's probably where they found us.
0: Or also it's in the they're name. they on the website. Yeah. yeah. It's also in the name. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: okay. The movie that we watched this week was Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Right. Uh, it was made in 2012. It was written and directed by Lorraine. I'm going to murder this. Uh, sc- uh, Scafaria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scafaria. That's what I... I think it's Scafaria. When I read the
0: last name, I was like, uh, someone's going to murder this. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to kill. The bad guy from The Lion King? <laughs> <this laughs> it sounds movie? like nah. a bad guy Jeremy Lyons wrote this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so... So essentially what this movie is is that uh the world is going to end because of a uh asteroid that's going to hit the planet. Named Matilda. Named Matilda. <laughs> Which I was, love that name. It was great. And uh and this is about Steve Carell um and his last twenty one days essentially on the planet. Yes. And it's about Steve Carell and Kira Knightley, mm-hmm. or more so that's who it stars. Right. Um and their neighbors. And, uh, and the end of the world is coming and hilarity ensues. So why did you pick it? Uh, I picked it. I've seen it before. Okay. Um, I saw it come up on Netflix and I, was, to see it. and I was, and I was like, you hadn't seen first it, right? off. No, this is my second viewing. Oh really? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah first off I wanted, one. I, I wanted you guys to see it. Yeah. And then also I just wanted to watch it again. Right. Um, I, this is one of those movies where it's like where, uh, where now we're coming to the point where we're supposed to say whether we're going to stream it or not. And I, I I don't care what either of you think. I love this movie. <laughs> yeah, I loved it when I saw it in theaters. I love uh, I love it now. Right. Um, I'm going with a very heavy stream it. Sure. Um, and so Casey, what it was? What ah, your I wanted to see
0: what Dennis thought. But all right. Um. What was I going to say? You know, I saw this movie. Um, was I forced? No, I wasn't. I saw, it, I saw it by choice. I saw it by choice. And I don't remember how I saw it, but I just watched it. And, uh, man, you know, I really, really wanted to hate this movie. Because it's just like, it's Steve Carell, and I can't stand him. <laughs> and, uh, but I, I'm going to go stream it. I liked it. I did. There's just so many little nuances in this movie that are, make it a good movie. You can't deny how good those little nuances are.
2: Guys, I got great news. Don't stream this movie. All right.
0: These two (laughs) have been swindled. (laughs) No,
2: I love a lot of this movie. Yeah. And then I'm going to spend the next 30 minutes telling you guys how much it dropped off halfway through the movie. That's my biggest thing about this movie is that it's hilarious for the first 45 minutes. Right. And I don't know which scene in particular, but... The last 40 minutes are just a straight-up rom-com, and for that, it's not worth it to me. So don't stream it. But yeah. it's, it's a good movie, I guess.
1: Yeah. So, okay. okay. Fine. Well, uh, we're going to go, uh, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to prove just how wrong Dennis is and how great this movie is. So uh, yeah. So we'll be right back. Hello, officer. What seems to be the problem? <laughs> well, for starters,
2: you're traveling about 15 miles an hour over the speed limit.
1: Really? No. I thought I was making better time than that.
2: <laughs> and, uh, you know, you gotta get a taillight out. No. Yeah. Also, the plates expired about a month ago. Go on. Um, that's. that's it. That's everything.
1: That's three things. Dennis is so wrong.
0: You know, the thing is, I'm gonna say this. I hate having to be like, you know, in the. I'm surprised you like this. Yeah, I know. This is this is the thing. One when I've got um, when a movie is picked and uh, with all three of us and one person dislikes it, the other two have a tendency to be like, all right, what what is wrong with you? Right. But I hate I got to say I can't stand being uh, in a situation where it's Steven and I. <laughs> who liked the movie? Because Steven is like so like wildly inappropriate and weird about it. Yeah, ma- you know what
1: I mean. Yeah, you really ha- you really love this movie. Yeah, Steven. like it's just like well, I'm no. Like- this is see. This is the thing is is that and it's funny because I didn't I didn't have this much love for this movie. Uh, when I picked it, like when I picked it, I was like, oh, that was a funny movie, and and I remember liking it. And I would like to, I would like to, you know, to to share watch the it joy. And, and share it, like,
2: well, and like, like share. That's what Netflix book clubs right. like. yeah. share the movie, share the joy,
1: yeah. And then, and then simultaneously, I just knew that it's like, it's uh it's a fun, uh, like, it's a fun movie. But simultaneously, it's like there's just so many great cameos throughout the movie there where it's ton- like
2: there's a lot of great comics in this movie. There's yes. a lot of
1: great comics in this movie, in which I was like, roles, that'll like be. Like, uh, they, very well that'll passed, be fun but... All right. yeah and um and so and so like that was why I picked it but then with watching it again I was just like like I will say this is that it's like I have a I have a huge soft spot for romantic comedies mm-hmm. like I love romantic comedies and I don't think that anybody makes them well anymore uh, yes, I'm like gonna
2: say very few people. I'm not even gonna say very few people make them well because I think it's very hard to have a good track record with romantic comedies. But yeah. every once in a while, there is still a good one. Example: well, She's Out of My League. That was a great rom com.
1: Um, I I don't know. You didn't I, see it. I didn't. Who's see in it?
0: that one?
2: That was uh, who's the skinny guy fr- from the Seth Rogen camp? Skinny, tall guy with the big head. Uh, he's w- never like a leading man, but Jason a leading man. No, Jason Segel's leading okay, Um Okay, I have I don't know. no idea. I don't know. He what was. He talks kind of like this. Oh, he's like, oh, Jabe, Jay Buckley, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was in a the end of the world.
0: movie. Right, right, there. right. That dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah he was in oh. yeah, that's a very funny good, a good movie. movie. That's, that's a good, good movie. That's a That's a very good movie. I haven't seen that. I Oh, yeah,
2: I have the DVD. I'll lend it to you. I saw it in theaters, and I was like so pleasantly surprised. Right, that's a huh. good movie. I like that one a lot too. But so okay. it's but it's well, rare, no, but but it is rare to see him nowadays. Right. What, it's a good one.
1: What what I'm saying it, or more so is that it's like in you know, when it comes to any of those type of things, it's like in the 80s there was a lot of there were a lot of rom-coms that I feel like were really really good. Um, Ie like When Harry Met Sally and Sleepless in Seattle and like that kind of camp of movies
2: yeah never saw any of those and
1: uh, and there was just a lot of really there was a lot of really good stuff like during that time period and then in the 90s there was some really great stuff Uh, and then like I feel like in the last like 10 years it's like people just like have forgotten how to make a romantic comedy
2: to add to that I'll say this there was a lot of them in the 80s and a lot of them that were pretty good and then the 90s it seemed to be more uh, like the Farrelly brothers, where it like leans really hard on kind of crude hum- humor, which I'm not yeah, which I'm not downplaying. I love that, mm-hmm. but yeah. and then nowadays it's almost like they're just most of them aren't good. I agree with that. It's
0: you know what it is. I feel like most of them now are, um, it's they're like an assembly line. Yeah, yeah. It really the, is just like paint by numbers. Right. Well, well and I not, also feel there's like nothing like creative about it. It's kind of like back then. I think that there was like one person sort of leading the helm. Like at the helm of it, and just leading the charge. And now it's like you do this part, you punch up that aspect. We get yeah. this actor, we get this actress. Like it's so plug and play, like paint by numbers, that it's not even that it loses its authenticity. But
2: you guys feel like this movie really stood out. High I comparison. Yes. personally,
1: I I feel like this movie as as a as a comedy and as a romantic comedy and just as like a like just as a romance. Movie like, like, all of the parts to a romantic comedy, I feel like it did really well. Um, and by that, I kind of mean that it's like, you know... Like, I love... First off, I think that this movie is possibly one of the most reasonable... End of the world movie? No, it's not. No, no. no it's I not. mean, no no, it's no, no, not. No, it's no not and at all. I mean it, and I mean it in the kind of way that is like, that is like, hey, the world's gonna end. What is everybody's attitude going to become? Like, like I'm not saying it's like, oh, all the things that they run into are totally reasonable, but like, yeah, not at all. But like, like not at all. But at the same time, it's like everybody that they run into. Along the way, I feel like there's a certain it's like it's a it's like heightened a caricature scene.
2: of a persona that would be left in yeah. the world, like, but in a lot of people would fall into certain groups like that. I'll agree with that. Like, uh, the party, you know, like the friend, the party with friends with like uh, right. Patton Oswald was in that, yeah, scene. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty realistic, right? I mean, there's a chance that someone could drive a Jeep through the front door and start shooting up the place, and people would probably be yeah. afraid of that. But like, the idea of like, yeah, we're still getting together, but, but
1: like, you could
0: end every scene like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But like, well, and and you could also not. That's the funny thing is, is that it's like where I like where I grew up in Ohio. Like, I don't think that there would. I think it would have been that. I think it would have been like a bunch of people being like, "We're gonna get together. We're gonna drink a lot. We're gonna have an orgy. We're gonna have a lot of drugs." New York
2: mindset, where I'm like. Shit can go down at any moment. If it's the end of the world in three weeks, a lot more shit's going to go down all the time. Right, but they're not in New York, though. <laughs> huh? They're not in New York. No, that's what I'm saying. I yeah, yeah, don't yeah. think of that Well, no, sort and that's kind of mindset, kinda the though. thing is that it's like... No, wait, no, they were in New York, actually, which kind of makes it a little bullshit. What do you mean? And it didn't look like New York. That's where? The movie's set in New York. They go from New York to, like, Delaware. Where, where uh, in
0: New York were they? I think the
2: city. Or no, the outer somewhere in the outer suburbs. They don't really specify. They're like
1: near They're like near the burbs.
2: Yeah, they're like I, if I had to guess, somewhere in Westchester. That's what I was <laughs> an <laughs> apartment building in Westchester, I was that's say where the Westchester makes the most sense. Listen, l- I got to throw something out here because we've yeah. discussed this there's, idea before.
0: Yeah, there's so much to discuss. It's getting And get there's and
2: there's a big this is a big not a huge problem because I normally don't really care about this sort of thing because movies deal in stereotypes, but Steven, you had no problem with the whole manic pixie dream girl thing. She, I felt like there was not a lot of depth to that character. She liked records and she wanted to see her family. That doesn't make a character. That's just yeah, that's two uh, easy crutches. That's, that's, you know what that's, I mean? That's very this girl's drool. just floating around life yeah. like, oh, yeah. I have this quirky thing where I I need I'll to fall get down sh- <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Yeah,
0: yeah it exactly. R- it was irritating. And no, I I'm Steve with Krell's you. character's flat. Oh, f- you mean like every, like every Steve, Steve Carell character. character? Right. Uh, I love the world. I
2: wasn't
1: a huge fan of the characters,
2: man. This and is Kira Knightley. This, this Fifty Cent Winona Ryder. Okay, let's be honest. <laughs> She's a young. How right. long
1: you been waiting to use Fifty Cent Winona Ryder?
2: Fifty Cent, I came up with just now. I have Winona Ryder written down because Kira Knightley <laughs> always reminded me of her. Yes, but I'm not good with names. Right. So He's since a- we watched this movie, I was like, I'm gonna nail it. This. He's time. a hundred percent yeah. correct on this. Thank this you. is well, no, all no, no. factual stuff. And
1: and this is the thing is, this is my uh, my take on them as, like, as characters. I would have had a problem with the Manny Pixie Dream Girl thing, mm-hmm. but, and I think that it's your problem with the movie, like, the switch that happens. Oh, it's my problem. No, 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 no. Is that it's, like, <laughs> is that you're right, is that it's about, like, 40 minutes in or so, there's this, like... There's Just this weird on that real quick shift, and then kick it back yeah. to you.
2: Just about that first whole like forty minutes thing, the first forty minutes, it's almost like a great comedy set where oh, there's a laugh like every couple, yes. of, like almost every yeah, twenty seconds. That's what got me, hooked. and a lot of them are jarring. A lot of them is like a right. body falling out of the sky when I love Rob that. Hubel. <laughs>
0: Falls like they're in the <laughs> meetings, and then he, you just see him in a, the same tracksuit land on Fantastic. the window. I was like, "That is probably going to be the best I part." I think of the it moment. was. I think it was
2: about the time that they went to the the militant black dude survivalist house, right? Yeah. Which
0: was also that's when it fell off. Unnecessary,
2: yeah. That's where it's not being funny, right. but but yeah, that's. I just wanted to add that. To the whole first 40 minutes I, thing I was just
0: thinking about that right now I want to say That's when the movie fell Because it's ridiculous First of all You got like Four or five brothers Just in this like I don't mind that I don't mind the underground characters. titanium thing There's no women in there One And then that two That is interesting yeah, and, then, and they
2: said They're like We're going to repopulate the planet it's Right It's like yeah.
0: are, are you The only woman there Is this mom Who is vacuuming the thing Which is just mentioned But not seen and then yeah. also they're like, hey, could we have one of your cars? And wh- what is... Wh- wh- He's got a fleet of smart cars. Yeah, the black guy's got a fleet of smart cars that are going to get blown up. That are gonna <laughs> <laughs> right? They're just going <laughs> <laughs> to... think of that. <laughs> so it's like, of course you're going to give one away. You don't need them.
2: My, <laughs> my only problem with those characters is that they only serve... The only purpose they serve is basically to kill some time and the satellite phone for the fake Winona Ryder to reach her parents. And to have that emotional
0: connection. And to have so that it adds connection. depth to her character. A little That's bit, it. but we well were no, already established and that. that
1: that she misses her family and wants. Well, to no, that you but her to the thing is. Yeah. This is the thing is is that I think had it had it stayed, I'm gonna go see my parents. Then that would have been where it's like manic pixie dream girl. The thing is, is that consistently with the manic pixie dream girl thing, and this is what uh, when I always have a problem with it, is that it's like manic pixie dream girl does what she wants and the man changes because of his interaction with her and she has no depth and she has no change and she has no anything it's just the it's just the dude going from like glum sad life to like to like big bold beautiful life whether he stays with her or not right and the difference is is that Along the way, like, when they end up at Olivia's house or whatever, where they, like, her parents' house or whatever, and they broke in and she makes food for them. Well, Dodge was trying to... He gets
0: a letter that he gets too late from um, uh, Penny. It was in Penny's mailbox. So then the letter's from Olivia, which is Dodge's old uh, lover, and he decides to go see her because she said that he was the love of her life. So Penny and Dodge go to back to their uh, Dodge's hometown, breaks into Olivia's house, and then uh, they have dinner there and then go on
1: yeah and like when they sit down at the like when they're like sitting down at the table and stuff like that and when she's making stuff for him it's it like there's just a lot of scenarios in the movie where it's like where it's like yeah this would be a manic pixie dream girl thing if she didn't have this other like like she has a lot of flaws throughout the movie and then the scenarios that they put her in it's almost one of these moments where it's like hey if you took a ma- if you took a manic pixie dream girl and you put her in a scenario where people are like getting shot in the throat right. and like there's riots happening and like it's the end of the world and you're never going to see your family again and like and just, like, everybody's on drugs, and it's really, really weird, is that it's like it would finally take that manic pixie dream girl and break her into, like, a normal human being.
0: It almost, it's like those, you know those movies where people have to go home and grow up? That's no, the, I never heard of those. Yeah, right. You know, like, it's those movies where they Do you like, like those movies? I'm a little bit, but I mean, it's <laughs> sort of. That's how I looked at this movie. Like, except she never made it home and she still grew up. Well, no, and you know that's I mean? kind of the thing. Yeah.
1: That's kind of my thing with it is that I feel like the relationship that uh, that Steve Carell and Kira Knightley uh, form is that the reason why it doesn't feel quite like Manic Pixie Dream Girl, like it does at the beginning, don't get me wrong, mm. is that. Uh, is that he changes to be more open and to be more and to be like less depressed. But she also changes to be more like grounded and be more loving where it's like where it's like oh, this is actually the first time like by the end of the movie, it's like this is the first time in this uh, in this woman's life where she has opened herself up to loving somebody to like act to like being in a relationship with somebody where she actually loves them everybody else that you've met or she's talked about as somebody that she's dated or she's been with or she's had sex with or anything like that has always been somebody where it's like oh well they're just somebody that I meet along the journey along the way in life and they don't really matter and then it's like he becomes the first person that she actually like opens up to in that kind of a way so there is an actual like the fact shift that, the fact that that's spurred character. though by the end of the world do you think that cheapens
2: it yes <laughs> Point blank, it does, guess, right? It does. Yeah, it I definitely mean, does. Because it causes. But I, I, I don't know if it matters, but it does cheapen it. But I mean, the whole. I mean, the movie's called me, "Seeking a Friend in no, another no. World." Yeah. It's like let just me put trying it this way: everyone's catalyst. Let me put it this way: yeah.
1: if these two had been best friends like if these two had been like we're best friends. We live right next to each other. But I'm with my wife. I'm actually in love with her. She's actually in love with me, but she's my kooky friend. <laughs> the end of the world comes. My <laughs> wife left. Let's go on a road trip to try and find like to try and get to your parents and talk, to my, talk dad. to my dad. And again. I'm going to yeah. like like and then we realize we've been friends since we were kids, but now we're actually in lo- I'd hate the movie. Uh-huh. But the Like, and I think that it really would, the end of the world really, really would cheapen the entire thing. But I do think that, uh, like, to me, it doesn't cheapen it. Um, And it's only because they're, they're, they're complete strangers. And when they, like, the way that they build the entire front end of the movie, to me, makes the entire back end of the movie make sense these two like like they like like just the the monotony of Steve Carell's life as he's like progressing forward through the beginning of the movie is amazing to me like it's just brilliantly funny when they're sitting in like the like at the very beginning of the movie when they're sitting in the uh, the thing and they're like well some positions have opened up. CFO. Oh, Who would so like funny. to be that's CFO? So is no, that this is the like first
2: half of this movie is so fun. Well, no, and I mean, that's the thing. Is, and the, the second, second is, half
0: is so drawl, in right. my opinion. Right, it is. It's a drawl movie. It's, it's Only the second half. I no, know. I mean, I would think the thing is this, though. There are parts of the movie, what does it is that uh, why well, I think it's a good movie is because there are just enough little scenes to get you to keep going. And then towards the end of it, for me, I'm kind of like invested in the plot. Like I kind of want to see, does she sure. make it back? Like that's. But it should
2: that rate of funny though.
0: Right, the rate, the of, funny rate of funny drops went off. Went from hard. like four
2: to one to like one to one.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was it was a little it was a little rough.
2: What do you guys think was the purpose of the dog, um, or did the dog not really serve a purpose? It was to. He act- tries to kill himself. Some guy leaves the dog with him which I don't know how he kept the dog there. He just right. dropped the dog. The dog it wasn't was on a leash on a spike or anything. It was probably it was tied no, around sorry. his foot. I think it huh? was tied around tied his, around his, his foot. foot. Yeah, it right. was. Right. My apologies. Either way, what the hell, what's the point of the
0: dog besides just a couple scenes where you pet him? To add some humanity to Steve Carell. Oh, bullshit. That's what it is. It's just, I don't think there's any other reasoning for it because he's so, like, it's such a, like, he's you so get tired of watching him. You kind of <laughs> wish for the... Like, let us let this asteroid hit everybody sooner. You
1: wish for his release.
0: Yeah, I want this to... But then you see that dog, and you're like, oh, look at that cute little thing. Maybe that dog's going to rip his throat out in the Th- night. At one point, I almost kind of want that to happen when they're sleeping at... Um, uh, Olivia's parents' house. Right. And the dog is sleeping (laughs) next to Steve Carell. I'm like, how quick would this movie turn if this dog chewed Steve Carell in the night?
2: The dog was underplayed, and Martin Sheen, is that the guy? Right, Martin Sheen? Yeah. Yeah. The father was very underplayed, too. I don't buy that. Uh, That's a... The whole I show up. Let's not talk about it, okay? It's nothing to be said. No,
0: they no. Give me the backstory. What happened? It's he walked out on the family, and then he tried to get back into their lives, and then he just didn't. It uh, that's what I'm saying. It was water. Very vague. Yeah, it was. It was well, no. Vague and this it was is crappy.
1: No, and this is the thing that I think, like, to me, I connected with that. I feel like both of you, like, we're missing it. I, d- I don't think you guys are missing it. Gradius, I think that you guys are. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I think that you guys, you guys are like, it's just a, it's just a matter of focus and possibly it's because it's the second time that I've watched it.
0: Same here for me. I've, this is um, the second time I've seen it. You're telling me I miss some stuff. What is it? A class thing?
1: I'm sorry. I assume <laughs> that, a class? I, I assume know. that you didn't, I assume that you didn't, you missed it because you were watching it on your phone, like in 15 minute intervals with no, three days in between. No, on a, a car ride. All, <laughs> first of all, I watched it. I watched it. Straight
0: through the <laughs> second time. Wow! Straight through That's on my iPad, minutes. which is a much bigger. P- on
1: his iPad. What a,
0: What do you want? From you got me? a great television. I do, but I wanted to. I like laying in bed and watching something. It's comfortable. The, it's cold. It's Scratching nice. Scratching yourself. I watching, mean, I'm with. Watching, I'm watching with Han- Winona N- Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think she's you know she's great to. I first of all, I've got a huge soft spot for Kira Na- Knightley. Who doesn't? Which, but like, which, no, which no, no, turns no. into a hard spot. But this is. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh <my laughs> God, yeah. Not that kind of podcast.
1: <laughs> um yes. No, but this is my uh like my my take on it that uh that I look at is is That you that, think like, we missed? That I think you guys it it's not a matter of missing, it's a matter of focusing. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Uh, Let him spell it. Let is spell that head? I think that had Steve Carell's wife not left him? Like, the life that they had... Do you think that Steve Carell and his wife, during their everyday life, were happy?
0: No. No. They got through the motions.
1: Well, no, because this is the thing is... Also, is she that, was cheating
0: on him horrendously.
1: This is the thing is, is that I, I feel like, while watching the movie, that it's like she was unhappy. Yes. She cheated on him. Right. She didn't want to be with him anymore. She had problems. But he loved her
0: he was content in like well no but I mean like absent-mindedly content you know not even this is the thing is is yeah. that
1: I don't think that he was absent-mindedly content I think he was very mindedly content I think that it was like forefront of his mind like I like this person I'm comfortable I'm happy with them I have, like, like I have a relationship with them. I have a job where I have a desk and I get to do this thing. Man. I don't care that I don't talk to my father because he wasn't around during all these different, ti- you like these different times. You tell me he was my living life. in... I com- don't need to talk to my There were no delusions. Father. I don't... I think that, like, the delusion... He wasn't delusional at all about this. I think that the delusion of, like... I think that, like, I don't think... I think that... The depression that he is in mm-hmm. where he's just going about his day at the beginning of the movie, that depression that he gets rocked out of by the manic pixie dream girl kind of character, I don't think was his life. I think that it was his situation because it was the end of the world and his wife had left him. Had his wife... Has his wife, had his wife been right there with him, being like, being like, you know what, let's go to this party, let's do a bunch of drugs, let's have an orgy with the people that we know. He would have been a lot more like the people that were at his friend's party, who were like, yeah, it's the end of the world, let's do heroin and get laid. I think that he would have been more like that, but the first thing that happened, the moment that he found out that the world was going to end, was that his wife ran away physically. And it was like, oh, great! That thing that I've been like pushing to the side for a long time, going, you know what? We're content. Maybe everything's not perfect, but like, I love this person, and I'm gonna be with them. Is that it's like it was just like the band aid was ripped off immediately, and it was like, oh, that sneaking suspicion in the back of my mind was right. What am I even doing here?
0: Yeah. Huh. And you know, that's, so, like, that's a that... good point because, like, I think about a buddy of mine whose girlfriend just like they were living together. And she, he came home one day and she just left a letter and all her stuff was gone.
2: Yeah. Like they dated. I mean, I don't know the situation. They they dated for three years. On the surface, it sounds cold. Right. They dated (laughs) for
0: three years. She comes, he comes home. Her stuff's gone. Yeah. Like she's out the door. She said, don't ever contact me. I don't want to see you again. And now
2: it sounds now I'm like, what did this do? No, I mean it was not (laughs) Don't ever contact me. No, I mean that's not the the,
0: not the scope of the letter. It's just like, you know, I just don't I can't be in this relationship anymore. I don't like where it is, I don't like who I've become, I don't like who you are. By the way, did you hear there's a comet that's gonna hit us in three weeks? Oh yeah. Yeah, right. And it was just like that's it. And I you know, the whole time I wondered how did he not see this coming? Yeah. And at the same time, I mean, was he living in in bliss? Like, what, did he not know? Did he not figure or have some sort of inkling or yeah. something in the back of his mind that he had just overlooked or he was unaware of? It's kind of like when you're in a relationship and you get cheated on, and then you're you're going, "How did I miss that?" Right. How did I? How yeah. Did I overlook that situation so and everything was normal. Right. So it this seemed like there, just another day. There is a good. I do like. Oh, th- you know, this is good because you, I, what you were saying for the past like fifteen minutes, I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> but like this, this is like this is the nugget of gold in that pile of shit. Like this is like something <laughs> to hear. Like that's interesting. And I do. You know what? He might have been living Can in... Can you reiterate Stephen's point in a yeah. very confined... Because oh. like
2: I, I hear you and right. I kind of get right. it, but i like s- put it in simple... I real could do this simple. in
0: really simple terms. Um, basically, not he was living in bliss. Not ignorant bliss, just not ignorant. like content. Like, he was like, content, all right. but... And then his wife leaves him, and it instead ev- of things
2: deteriorating slowly, right. it all it's, came to... Yeah, it's
0: like a band aid. Right. And therefore, then it's like him left to pick up this shattered, like the shattered vase that it is like. That's his life. But A lot it, of metaphors going on right but now. But that's we the thing that was, that was a lot of metaphors. His life is a, a broken concise. vase being put back together using band aids. <laughs> right. But it's like you've got to also keep into consideration. There was like, there's that point of something we gotta uh, where we he just dropped on it is like there's something in the back of his head that's like, all right, yeah, there might be issues, but you don't know but how. It's not a big deal.
2: Until, yeah, but you okay. don't know how
0: bad those issues interesting, are. Interesting, interesting. Right. Well, and, it, and it's that thing that's just mm.
1: like I've been in that situation before personally with relationships where you sit and you go and you go mm. and you go, you know what? It'll be better when like it'll be better when I'm doing like when things are different. That's yeah. when it's it's bad. Oh, like it'll be better when this happens, or it's like oh, uh, that's weird that they're doing that, but you know what? We've been together for a really long time. It's right. probably just a rough patch, like they're, you know, like dealing with some stuff, we'll get through it, it'll be totally fine. And then the end of the world comes and it's like and it's like, oh no, it wasn't a rough patch. It was the like complete demolishing yes. of our entire relationship. And there's
0: always certain signs that kinda of bring that up. There's always something that's there that we just overlook that we just kinda of go yeah, and we we try to put a patch on it, and the patch yeah. is called reasoning ignorant yeah. reasoning. <laughs>
1: this is so ridiculous. <laughs> you know, and it's like that's I what thought it I I was using a lot of metaphors nah, baby, and then it got handed over to you I'm and the, the, the amount of metaphor you just have I'm this like deep, deep well of metaphor. The, the patch. Would right. Go. Yeah, just what I'm saying
0: and you put it on <laughs> and your you upper put a band aid
1: over the patch to right. keep it together and, and don't then, look at the boss because no. you don't need Yeah, but that's Well, no, thing. and that's and so that's my thing is is that it's like I feel like depending on like it is one of those moments where it's like where it's like to this guy who has who has put a lot of like he's put a lot of things in his life away like mm. before the before everybody's going to die and it's the end of the world is that it's like yeah the entire dad thing is a non issue like he's an adult he's dealt with it it's he's there isn't this underlying like well, what I really want to say is yell at my dad. Is that no, it like, That
0: stinks, though. That that adds a flatness to him. That's even worse because he doesn't. He no, doesn't no, no. Flip but out I think it's all. But this is the thing: is is that I think end that the it's the world, Steven.
1: I think that it's really real uh. in the sense that is like he shows up and you're faced with it's the end of the world. It's kind of like if you were like you have a week to live, like you have cancer, you have a week to live, right. and you have a bad relationship with your with your dad. Is that it's like you're gonna do one of two things: you're either gonna go and. You're going to scream and you're going to yell and you're right. going to get it all out or you're going to go and you're going to be like, you know what? I got a week to live. This isn't worth it. Yeah, but then like you're
0: telling me his wife leaves him, He founds out his wife's cheating on him the whole time. The awful relationship with his dad. The world is ending. Where is his moment to just scream into a pillow? You know, like something. He literally has none of those through you the movie. You know what I just realized? Yeah.
2: Steve Carell's character, Dodge, Dodger, uh, yeah. has a lot of problems with a lot of people. Have we considered that maybe his character isn't
1: is a great the problem person, is
2: he the stinks. problem he stinks as Everyone a person. Everyone thinks he's boring. Right. He's always looking glum. Right. Who yeah. wants him?
0: Who wants to be around this guy? Yeah. He's sitting in a bathtub while everyone's shooting heroin and trying to get into an orgy. Like, really, dude? Yo, how do you turn down? What's right. her name in that yellow dress? I Jesus know. Jesus Christ. That was insane. And then they yeah. were at that place, Frenzies. At <laughs> that place, Frenzies. No, Frenzies, I'd get the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was my jam. That's your jam. Yeah, the, end the, of the world. Yeah. There's <laughs> like a. They go to a restaurant which is similar to a Friendly's, and uh, <laughs> every, no, everyone's it's doing. It's Fridays. Doing it's Fridays. Them. Right, and they're doing uh, – and, like, everyone's just on drugs. And, uh, you know, it's cheesy. It's hokey because they have glow sticks. And they're like, oh, yeah, welcome to the – you know, yeah, friend. TJ Miller is so funny. Yeah, it's and, first, and um, what's her name TJ Miller is so funny. The girl from the girl
1: Community. From, yeah, the girl, the girl from, from yeah. Community whose name I can't remember. Right. She's I just – you know what? She – it it's, like, it was so – it's so cheesy and, and awful. But when she looks at them and, like, and she's like – and she and she just like gets up from the table after they've ordered the mudslides and she's like she's like okay so here's the deal i am rolling really hard so if you guys can just like send me some posse vibes right. i'm going to get you those m slides it's going to be awesome yeah. is that it becomes that moment where it's like where it's like i don't know how much time you've spent around people that are rolling on that are like on molly is yeah. that it becomes that moment where you're like yeah that's what somebody on molly is like no that's true like, it's, it's 100% like if you're being negative then like you know what i'm going to do not bring you your stuff yeah that's terrible huh yeah. <laughs> Right, it's no, like it's one hundred percent correct.
0: I, it was good.
2: I liked that aspect. But first I, half of the movie, that scene fell in the first half of the movie. Did it second yeah. half of the movie? Just I was giving this a stream it until right. they got to the militant dude's house. Yeah, and even then I was like, this is fine. This is okay. Right, and then once they moved on, and it, it just stopped being the militant funny. No, this it is stopped the thing. Being funny every few seconds. That's it started the, being funny every once in a while. That's mm-hmm. the
1: thing. Is is that the the funny fell off hard. And I will Hard. give you that. But this is my thing is, is that I enjoyed the the romantic comediness of it. It then became this thing w- that was no longer about the funny of the end of the world. It was the it was the funny of two people falling in love. Right. Much and like that every was rom-com. Much like every rom-com. That's what I mean. Right. It was way funnier and than a so standard rom-com.
2: And then it became a standard rom-com. Tour. Right. And, and that's and what did it for you. Yeah. It was and like that's, dust Till Dawn. You could see the break in the middle where you're like, oh, my God, what happened? Uh, I thought I was watching a different movie.
1: Right. Um, well, no, and that's to me, like, that's what I loved about the movie was that it was like it took this very standard rom-com type of thing, and it did two things to me. One, it made the stakes really high. Mm-hmm like it just immediately heightened the stakes from the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. And then the other thing was, was that it uh, it created a world that it lived in, and most rom-coms don't do that. Like most rom-coms just live in the world that we all live in and have two characters that are in that world. Right. And this one created its own world for everything to live in, which is which is like something that uh, romantic comedies just don't do very often.
0: That's very true.
1: That's very tr- You know, I, I've
0: been, okay, so I guess let's wrap it up. I mean, yeah, let's you know. wrap it up. Um. listen we all
2: know no one's changing their minds on this one I
0: don't know you know I spent uh, listening to the back like really just Steven with what he had to say like and I was listening to the points that Dennis was making I was like hmm there's a lot of parts of this movie that really stink and Steve Carell really stinks <laughs> and he just you know he really ugh, like I'm tired of his Nonsense! turn you know, to your face, Steve correct right, Like all, like, you were great in Foxcatcher. Yeah, you need <laughs> you, you know, like you need a dog to add more liveliness to how flat you are as a person. You don't even have your redeeming quality. Are you changing your mind? I, but then the thing is the the fact that Steven just said that. They created a world for them to live in, as opposed to how most romantic comedies don't create a world to live in; they just live in the world that we live in. Yeah, and that to me is interesting. But the movie still falls flat towards the end. Like, at, you know what? It's almost appropriate that the world ends because if it doesn't, you're left annoyed. So I think I'm gonna still stick with stream it, but I could not, I could not be any more on the needle.
2: Stephen,
1: uh, I mean, I'm definitely going with stream it. But I'll I'll add this in to to agree with KC, which is that had they not ended the world right then, mm-hmm. it this movie would be really annoying, right? Yeah, like I, if I, they were like, yeah. actually, we lived, and now we're gonna live happily ever after. Yeah, if they did I'd cop be like, out. nope. Like yeah. that was one of the things that I loved about the movie was this moment where it was like, where it was like a lot of romantic comedies fall into this end where you're like, right. You love all these things that, like you, that like are like you're in this fever pitch of love right now, but like I've been in those relationships, and like six months, a year, however much time it is, like that all falls away, and, and I then like you it's hate that person.
0: Arrogant to think that they die instantly, because you know I was just yeah. thinking that because <laughs> you know damn well that may not happen. Sh- just close just, your eyes, right? And
2: then Ten seconds pass. It's <laughs> uh, just burning
0: immensely. Everything is on fire. The atmosphere is burning. <laughs> yeah, it's At a firestorm. Th- you idiots! You think that what? You think the meteor's just gonna hit your house? You dummies! I just I was just wanting to see like Kieran Knightley running on fire. Ah, that would have been that would have put this movie in uh, easily. I don't even care. We'd have to put it in, in uh, blockbuster fame, <laughs> despite your opinion.
2: <laughs> I would I would give it a stream it if they had burned in a fire. I <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna stick with don't stream it. This right. movie's it's very funny the first half and I like a lot of it, but mm. uh,
0: second half was really bad. Like right. I
2: really feel strongly about the second half of the movie not being good. You know, I would
0: say it's almost two thirds of it's really good. I wouldn't even say the first half. I it's would say close. two. Th- yeah, it's two thirds are really good. And then the last half hour, you're like, eh. So, All right. Uh, so next, we week, next week, uh, next week, we're watching the 1962 uh, version of To Kill a Mockingbird, and this is your choice. This Casey. is my choice. Very out of character. Very for you. out of character. Starring Gregory Peck.
1: And uh, I'm really excited to see this movie. Can we get I'm just going to preempt and, and and just I'm going to this is KC next week.
0: White people problems. I'm not I'm at first I th- thought this movie was going to say white people problems. No, no. I mean there are. There are yeah, <laughs> immensely, immensely. I mean at that point it's everyone's yeah, problems. Yeah, it's every it's you know, it, I've come to the fact that I can't keep using that as a ra- rationale. I think there's two
2: black characters in this movie. One of them is a gun nut and the other one is like super sheepish. So take that as you Wait, will. who's the sh-
0: sheepish one? Wasn't there one at the at the at the job who was just like... Right, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, that's true. I and the, that first it. of all, the gun nut military guy, the fact that there were no, like, Escalades, they had smart cars <laughs> at the end of it. Like, really? Come on, you're going yeah. to have a fleet of cars? Let's be Not honest, one yeah, of that them is, is... Talk about out of character. It was cheesy, it was cheesy. <laughs> but, all right, so that, that covers that. Uh, you know, visit flicksbookclub.com, you know, and you'll be able to find everything there. And uh, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Everyone say goodbye. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Bye.